yo, yo, you already know what it is, man. This is your boy, Lennon, and this is Press Play, where all you got to do is press play and listen to the conversation. What's up, everybody? I hope you guys are doing good today, man. I just want to slide in here real quick, man, and tell you guys about some things that I hate. Now, listen, I know a lot of people got some things that they like. Some people got the little pet peeves, but I'm going to tell you what I absolutely positively hate, what I do not like, okay? I'm just going to jump into it. I hate when people text you and ask you questions like, what you doing? And you text them back like, kicking shit like karate, what you doing? WBU, you know what I'm saying? You're going to send it back. But they never text you back? Like, why did you want to know what I was doing? Why are you up in my business? You outside my window or some shit? What the fuck? I hate when people come to your house and then they get into your food and your little stash, but then they don't ask you if they can have some. I hate that shit. I hate when you tell somebody they can spend a night, but they think they can sleep in your bed. Like, who said that you was going to spend a night in my bed? I hate that shit. I hate when you tell someone they can come over and sleep over, but then they don't never want to go home. Like, go home, Roger. I hate that shit. I hate it when you ask, when somebody asks you for a ride, and they want to go all the way over here. Then they want to go all the way over here. Then they want to go all the way over here. Then they want to go all the way back over here. And then they want to give you $5 for gas. Because $5 for gas is going to do all of that. I hate that shit. I hate it when you ask, when people ask you for a loan and they want to loan some money because they get paid on Friday. But then when Friday comes, you still ain't got your money back. I hate that shit. I hate it when someone tell you they want to be with you and date you and they want to talk to you. But then you come to find out they talking to everybody and they daddy, they cousin and they mama. Like I could have been good or single and alone. I hate that shit. I hate it when you go to the store and you say, hey, how you doing? Can, can, can you tell me where the chips at? And they say it's aisle, aisle seven. But they want to watch you all the way to aisle seven and back. Like, damn, nigga, can I live? I hate that shit. I hate it when you're on the phone with somebody and they telling you some real deep shit and it get real interesting. And then they like, oh, hold up. I got to call you back. Like, what the fuck? I hate that shit. I hate it when you're standing in line for a long time and somebody come in and they just jump ahead of you. Like, you're not just standing there. Like, what the fuck? I just became a ghost all of a sudden. Like, am I Casper? I hate that shit. I hate it when you got your hazard lights on and you driving and somebody come behind you and they start beeping. Like, what the fuck do I got my hazard lights on for? Like, I can't go no faster. God damn it. I hate that shit. I hate it when you got big plans for your check and then boom, a damn auto draft bill just come out like a motherfucker. Like, damn, can I be great? I hate that shit. I hate it when you go on a trip with somebody, with some people, and it's always that one person that don't want to do none of the plans that you have planned, like the activities that you got. They don't want to do none of that shit. Like, nah, I don't want to do that. Nah, I don't like that. Nah, I don't want to do that. Like, yo ain't wanting ass should have stayed the fuck H-O-E. M-E, home. Hate that shit. I hate it when you go to the restaurant and ask the server to actually serve you because that's what they supposed to do. Like, I'm going to need one hot sauce and some ranch and some extra napkins. Oh, I- I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to ask that. I mean, is this your jab? I'm confused. I hate that shit. I hate it when you order something and they say, oh, we shipped it out. Your order should arrive on August 24th. 
but it's October the 1st, and they say, oh, it's not in stock. Like, what the fuck you could have told me that instead of having me waiting for Jesus? I hate that shit. I hate it when you go to the drive-thru and they ask you for your order and you say, I want no tomatoes. And they say, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What you say? I said, I want no tomatoes. Say that one more time. I can't hear you. I said no tomatoes. Okay, sir. You don't have to be rude. Pull around for your toe, please. Like, why the fuck are there tomatoes on my sandwich? Why? Why are there tomatoes on my sandwich? I hate that shit. I hate it when you in the car and it's your shit and you getting into it and you all of a sudden like somebody the damn GPS just come out and like turn right on Perry Street. Like bitch, you don't see that I'm in tune with this shit. You don't see that I feel like you can't hear me. You see I'm spitting like I, I'm feeling this right now. You gonna mess me up like that, Siri? <sighs> I hate that shit. I hate it when you're looking at a movie or something on your phone and somebody want to call you like, hey, what you doing? Like, nothing. I'm looking, I'm looking at a movie on my phone. Oh, okay, because I wasn't doing nothing. Just, just got home. <sighs> okay, because if you ain't want nothing and you ain't got nothing popping, like, you could have just, you know, why did you call me? The fuck, am I a filler? Like, I, ugh, I hate that shit. I hate when someone call you and you miss it because you're doing something. And then they decide to call you back. And then they want to call you three and four more times after that. Like I'm still doing something. And if I didn't answer the phone the first fucking time, I'm not going to answer the second and third. I hate that shit. I hate it when you tell somebody you're going to call them back. And then they text you like, I thought you was going to call me back. Like I said, I was going to call you back. I didn't tell you when I'm going to call you back. I got shit to do. I hate that shit. I hate it when someone call you and then they text you like, I called you. Like, duh. Please, I don't need you to inform me that you called me. Like, I don't need the text to confirm the call. Like, I didn't answer the call because I couldn't answer the call. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to answer the text. I hate it, man. I hate it. I really hate it. I hate it when you driving and someone cut in front of you and then go slower than you was going initially. Like, you could have done that shit behind me. Like, why the hell would you come in front of me with this bullshit? I hate it. I hate it when someone arrives with you and you tell them before they get in. Hey, that window don't work. So two songs and three gas stations later, they want to attempt to use the window and then be like, oh, Yo, your window don't work. Like, bitch, I told you. I told you that. Why are you trying to point out me and my car struggles and flaws and shit? Leave us the hell alone. I hate that shit. I hate it when people ask you, what you want to be when you grow up? And you say you want to be a stripper? And then they look at you like you stupid? Like, bitch, why the fuck did you ask me what I want to be when I grow up, though? I hate that shit, man. So these are the things that I hate, man. I, I, I genuinely hate this shit, and I, that's just how I feel. So let me know what you think. What, what do you hate, man? Tell me what you hate. Tell me what you what you don't like, what you got your pet peeves in. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drop it into the comments. Let me know. So I got a little stuff I want to talk about. Um, I know it's been a little minute since I've been on here, uh, and... It's not that I don't want to, man. It's really not that I don't want to. Sometimes I really have, like, 
um, moments where I just really have a lot of going on and like mentally I'm just not really available to make content if that makes sense sometimes I just really have to like get my mind together but um you know I, I do miss being on here and uh conversating and all that good stuff and there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on and I know you guys know about some of the stuff that's been going on I'm not even gonna try to even touch on like half of the shit so it's not like I ain't had nothing to talk about because there's been a lot of stuff that I could have been talking about but needless to say I'm here now I do appreciate you guys um you know, for uh, tuning in and listening, mental health is fucking important. Um, so, um, the Astro World crap, yo. Like, everybody knows about the Astro World disaster. I said crap, but I mean, shit, it is fucking crap. It was a disaster. Um, Travis Scott had his Astro World concert as he's done plenty times before. And, um, you know, a lot of people have been injured, hundreds of people have been injured. They total, um, at first, it was eight people. Then it was nine people. And now we've got ten people that are currently dead. Um, on an update today, actually, this morning, the nine-year-old boy um, that was at the festival um, has actually died, um, bringing that toll up to ten. Um, you know, he suffered from um, he suffered from a coma. He was admitted in a coma um, due to his uh, overcome of his brain, living, and his fucking um, kidney trauma. So he had a lot going on, um, and, and due to, you know, the environment and all those people and them trampling over each other and the, all that heat and shit, you know, the compressed together, you know, it, it's not a place for a little kid. Um, so it, 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 it just, uh, brings, uh, a sad situation, um, to, to, to everyone. I mean, I pray for the families, pray for the victims, you know, all of the victims, you know what I'm saying? They're supposed to be, he's supposed to be, um, you know, paying for, uh, everybody's funeral services and all that good stuff. Um, but is that really enough? You know what I'm saying? Because in all actuality, they could have stopped that concert a long time ago. And I, and this is just my opinion. Um, I feel like, this is something that's always been done. You know, we have there's videos, there's people concerts. I mean, the guy that was paralyzed from his concert that jumped from the fucking, you know, from that uh, he jumped from a tower or some shit and fell, and he, the the crowd was supposed to catch him, but the crowd didn't catch him, <laughs> I guess, and he, he's paralyzed now. He's in a wheelchair forever. You know, um, then you have um, other instances where he's telling people to rage through the through the crowd, you know, rage through to the stage. I mean, he even told them on that night, you know, he told them to rush to the crowd and just keep going, like, don't fuck the security and all that. So, I mean, when it gets to a point like that, it's like you're encouraging this and this type of behavior. Then you get what you encourage, like you get what you ask for. You know, you asking them to rage and surge and all that, and that's what they're going to do. I mean, it's unfortunate, but a lot of people, uh, some people are not leaders, you know what I'm saying? They don't have enough brain cells to know, like, come on, we don't need to be doing this crazy shit. I mean, after trampling over all those people, sending all those paramedics and shit out there, like, why was it not stopped? You mean to tell me that nobody knew anything? He stopped and seen the damn person, you know, um, pretty much dying. He seen them and was singing, you know, looked at him and was singing. He was telling them to, to go over there and then, you know, he was singing and still humming and shit. Like, they didn't shut shit down. And um, it's sad because um, 
it's victims. Like, there's really people out here that's dead, you know, over this. And I think it's really more than what they're saying, you know, because it was hundreds of people. Even when they had the little, when they first came out and it was like it was only eight people, they had like a visual and it had more than eight people on candles, eight candles lit, you know what I'm saying, with more than, it just, it, it lined up all the way down the whole goddamn fence. So it made me feel like there's more than just eight people, you know what I'm saying? Because for eight people, y'all do... I don't know. I mean, I guess you could, but eight people looked like it was hundreds of people that was lined up around that fence. That fence looked like it went down for a little minute. Um, so I'm just saying, you know, it didn't give me um, eight people. It gave me more of like hundreds, you know, maybe more of like 20,000 than, than eight people. I'm just saying, you know, and yeah, he's definitely losing out on money. And then who's, who, who wants to go um to another concert, you know, to experience that, I mean, Psychos, probably his real true fans, you know what I'm saying, if they really rock with his music like that, they, I guess they would, but, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to do that, you know what I'm saying, not on no, on no strength that having to deal with some shit like that, I mean, they said people in VIP was not even trying to, like, let the people in, you know, VIP, they was, like, really on some, like, nah, we, we not, we're not trying to help type shit. Like, everybody was like, what are you bringing them people over here for? You know, and it's like, you're trying to save a life <laughs> because everybody's dying. People are falling out. Like, you are literally out here dying. This concert is still going. You got people trying to stop the concert. The concert's not getting stopped. Like, it was just so much unnecessary bullshit at some point. Then Kylie has a damn video that she puts on Snapchat, and it like as she goes around the damn concert, you see the damn ambulance, and she's like, oh, well, we didn't know any fatalities when we was there. Now, catch the damn, catch the fucking words, man. She said they didn't know of any fatalities while they was there. But you knew about people that was injured. You knew that it was people out there that was injured. You knew that it was shit going down. Whether you know that they was dead or not, you knew that it was ambulances and people laying out on fucking stretchers because you've seen that shit and y'all did not stop it. And that is the problem. Y'all should have stopped that shit. So... I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just I'm just one person. Um but I just don't feel like that was I just don't feel like that was a good move on nobody's part. I feel like they should have just stopped that shit a long time ago. I feel like those kids should have never really even been out there because why the fuck is kids coming to a damn concert like that anyway? But it is kid attracted, you know what I'm saying? But at the same point in time, parents, like, y'all ain't had to bring y'all kids out there. Like, y'all ain't had to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all could have chilled on that mode. But, you know, it is what it is, man. My condolences to all the victims and to the families. And, you know, I hope that they are okay and that they get okay. You know, that's just a it's a tough situation when it comes down to death. Death is not an easy situation to deal with. And if you do not understand what transitioning really is and how it operates, it can be very fucking scary. And, you know, it could really make you go into a depression when you lose somebody, you know what I'm saying, that connection, and you're talking about kids, a nine-year-old child, like, come on, bro, he's not even been able to live any of his true life, you know, over a concert, he was supposed to really just be going to have fun and enjoy, thinking he would be coming back home to his parents, you know, and going to school the next damn week or whatever, like, that shit is crazy, man, we have to do better, but it's all, it is all what it is, you know what I'm saying, I, I just... 
I don't know. We'll see how it goes. There's a bunch of lawsuits that's coming out towards Travis. You know, as I understand, the Kardashians want nothing to do with the bullshit. Uh, But, you know, that's nothing here nor there. You know, I already know what that is. I mean, come on. Always surprised. Um, But I don't know, man. The story is really something I didn't even want to talk about. But I'm just like, I might as well bring it out. Because now I'm finding out that the little boy is dead. It's like, damn, there's more people that keep totaling it up. So we don't know. There's other people that's in the hospital. People are still injured. You know, people are still trying to come out of that. And you got people going into commas and shit. It's just a mess. It's crazy. I've never been to a concert where that type of shit has happened. I never even, like, I couldn't even a fandom of even trying to go see my favorite artist and having to have that type of experience. Like, that shit is crazy. But, you know, y'all tell me what y'all think about that. Tell me what y'all opinion is on the Travis Scott concert, man. Would you go? Like, would you, if he had another concert come back out, would you attend, you know? And if you would... Why would you attend? If you wouldn't, why wouldn't you attend? Like, let me know. Hit the comment box and we'll talk about it. So, um, I just like look back into like my, um, you know, my weekend and shit like that. I had actually had a good, a good, pretty good time, man. And um, sometimes, you know, it just lead, it, it led me to reflect, you know, on, like, the things that I've been through in the past and, you know, like, where I was before, you know, like, mentally, um, all of that, like, mentally, financially, like, living, living, and everything, like, just where life has brought me you know um and it just leads me to just say you just don't forget where you come from you know we were just sitting at the bar um last night and we just like chilling and like damn you know like we we really just like look back on things like you know years ago like we wasn't able to to get to this point but we definitely you know wanted to and we strive for it and we we talked about it and we put it in the atmosphere we like we planted the seed and we just kept planting the seed and still planting the seed you know we're not definitely not where we want to be and when I say me I'm saying you know me and my friends my crew you know what I'm saying um we're not where we want to be but we're in a comfortable place I guess in a content place not necessarily even comfortable we're we're just in a place where we're okay and we're appreciative of being okay and we look back on the things that we've been through when we're what we wasn't so okay you know what I'm saying and a lot of those things and situations we all kind of went through together um which makes it even more of just like damn and even if we didn't it was so crazy you know with my group of friends is like even if we're not going through particularly the same thing we go through something that's relatable you know somewhat similar to the other and most of the times it's around the same time like it's around the same fucking time it always happens around the same time um or it, it it's very similar and it may not have happened at the same time but we can relate to each other and be able to coach each other on how to move and operate and maneuver through that shit you know and it just feels good to be able to be around people that you can maneuver with um after so many years you know i've been cool with my friend my, my friends and my homies for over 20 years and 
that shit feel good, you know, to be able to have people around like that, you know, in this long. Um, honestly, I've lost a lot of friends, you know, and it's really been kind of, it, it's kind of tough in, in some cases. Um, but you grow and you move on, you know, because you learn that not everybody goes with you and you're not supposed to be taking everybody with you. Like, sometimes those people are there for a reason in a season and after that reason, the season is gone, it's it. You know, you have to really remember that. I actually just lost a friend. I just found out that I lost a friend, which is so crazy, yo, man. Rest in peace to him. I, um... And it's just really taking it back, yo. I ain't even gonna flex. Because this is somebody that I actually was really, really tight with. And um, I'm just finding out that they passed. <laughs> and it's been over a year that they have transitioned and passed. So I'm just finding out about this, like, yesterday. <laughs> and... um it's got me in some in, in in some kind of way because we've been cool since high school and um we were pretty tight but we kind of separated for a little minute because we both got lives and we running businesses and doing different things and it's just it, it, it it's like that you know but we never had a moment where we didn't come back and you know speak with each other um i just sent shot a message like in april and i'm like why i'm not hearing nothing back no type of social media activity, no nothing. Um, and then I end up finding out that, you know, my friend is no longer here. And it sucks, you know. It sucks, it hurts. Um, but I do understand the meaning of transitioning. And I know that my friend is so much more happier and in peace and with, you know, at peace. And um, that brings me comfort. You know, because there's no more suffering, you know. And I'm not going to go out and put all the business out, but we all have our sufferings. And sometimes, you know, our sufferings may not be for us. You know, it may be for somebody else's lesson, and that's just what it is. But I appreciate my friend was a fighter. You know what I'm saying? My friend was definitely a fighter. My friend held that shit the fuck down for all these years, dealing with that. You know, my friend held that shit down to finally lose the battle, or not even lose the battle, but finally just go home and being at peace and not even have to wait, be suffering and, and aching and pain, you know, anymore is a great thing. Something that I couldn't even, you know, imagine that, you know, I'm, I'm glad that my friend is at peace, but I am kind of sad that I wasn't able to say my goodbyes or even able to, you know, do anything, you know, and it sucks that a year and some months later, I'm finding out that my friend's gone, you know, like, damn, man, like, it hurts, it sucks, because it's just like, I understand the transitioning part, but it's just like, you want to be there to help, you want to be there to, you know, like, I wish I would have been able to at least have the conversation of, like, us talking, and, because I know those final days had to be, you know, really thick, and just to be there for my friend would have been everything for me, because, Normally, I'm with, you know, in, in the perfect world, normally I would be there for my friend, you know, because we definitely used to, we've been through those, those 
sick days. Those days where my friends really been sick down and out and couldn't get out the bed, like just not able to do it. And, you know, I've been there, but it's like life goes on. You got to live life. I live life. You know, you, you people live life and it sucks when you just like get to a point where you can't be there and things that you can't control and, and you know I, I and this is not even just one of my friends that I've lost I've lost a lot of friends you know that has transitioned but this just hits different because we were so close but it's just that we just had time apart because of life <laughs> so it sucks man so if you have anybody that you love man cherish them you know cherish them and, and be there for them I don't I'm not in any way, shape, or form um, feeling or thinking that my friend doesn't know that I'm I'm here and that, you know, not that we were on a great page, you know. We were on a, such a, a great moment, and we, we've always were, though. We always got each other. We always had each other. That was like family to me, you know. So, um, wow. I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's it's still baffling to me, you know, I gotta let it sink in a little bit, man. Alright, so for those of you who do not know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys do know, because it's, it's global at this point in the hip-hop community, um, but earlier Wednesday morning, um, rapper Young Dolph was gunned down in the cookie shop in Memphis, and he was murdered. Now, for me, I don't listen to a lot of, like, newer artists. Like, I'm more of, I grew up on the Pops and the Biggies and the Ice Tees and the Ice Cubes and the Jay-Zs. And, and the fabulous and um just like all of that rhyme digger like those type of that mob DMX you know all of them um I came up in that era of course and in many ways I kind of stuck to that era um but there is still certain artists that you know they they get my attention and, and that I listen to um Young Dolph being one of them I listened to that dude. I listened to his music a lot. And um, so it really kind of touched home a little bit. Um, I don't know him personally. I haven't had any personal interactions with him or nothing like that. But as far as a music listener and a supporter of his music, um, yeah, I'm a supporter, you know. So it does suck when somebody that you, you know, listen to um, and enjoy listening to their stories um, when they pass, it sucks. I know they had, they all, they different beefs and shit, and they had been trying to kill Dolph for a little minute. He had an incident before, I don't know if it was like 2008, 2019, 2018 or 2019, I can't remember. It might even been before that, but he had incidents, a couple incidents before that. I know last time he was in like, um, he was in LA or some shit like that, and they ran up on him. Um, it's just a sad situation, you know, with the streets. The streets don't love nobody, you know what I'm saying? And when you dibbing and diving the streets, a lot of shit can come to you and for you 
there's a lot of different things that goes on that a lot of people don't understand behind the scenes in the streets. Like, it really be going down. Um, so with that said, you know, you expect for certain shit to happen, but it's just like, damn, the dude was doing good for the community. He, he was giving back and all that good shit. But, I mean, it's not enough. You have to... Your time is your time. And um, I just wanted just to take the time to say... Um, you know, rest in peace to Dolph and um, my condolences to his family, you know, and fans, because I know, I know how it is. Um, it's just, it's sad. It's a sad, it's a sad situation, you know, not to mention when Soldier Boy was just, just talking about him not too long ago on Breakfast Club, talking about he getting shot up by all these people. And that's why it kind of just, they don't, it's just so much going on between Yo, Yo Gotti and, and, and Black, Black, um, I mean, young, Black Youngster, and um, I don't know why I can get this shit out, and um, Soldier Boy. I guess that, those are his beefs at that moment. Um, and I'm sure it's others, but it's just a, it's a very trying situation. Right now they're trying to figure out who in the hell killed this man and or who hit sent the hit for him and shit like that. It's sad when you like, can't even be in your own hometown. You know, you should feel safe in your own hometown. This is where you grew up. This is where people know you, you know, your family. And most of the time, the people that just fucking with you or maybe fucking with you have some connection to your family, whether it be your, be your cousin, your cousin, your mom, your sister, your mom's friend. Your, you know, like, it's always, it normally it's some shit like that. Even if it's far down the line, like, oh, I know your cousin from, you know, back then, Ben, you know, like, that type of shit. Um, it's sad. You can't be in your own community that you give to um, and support without being... You know, taking we gotta really stop this shit, yo. We be we killing each other, and it's sad. We don't have nobody to look up to. I'm telling you, like, ain't nobody gonna have no type of role models coming up. The kids, I mean, like, that's why I don't want kids. Cause what's the point of bringing kids in this world when it's just fucked up? Like, <laughs> it was cool when I was a kid, but God damn, like, I'm I'm scared to bring a kid into this world with these circumstances. It, it's it's not something that you can get away from because it's everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just saying, oh, it's in this part of the United States. No, nigga, it's all over this motherfucker. You know, everybody's on that that heartless shit, and everybody wants to prove that they're hard. Everybody wants to be a gangster. Everybody's got this, you know, toughness about them, I suppose. I don't fucking understand. And, um... It's just sad, because it's just like, yo, like, a lot of y'all cats need to be doing other shit. A lot of y'all cats need to be in other lanes, you know what I'm saying? And and you could do good in that, you know? Entertainers are supposed to entertain. Doctors are supposed to doctor. You know, if you have a passion for these other things, do that shit. Like, stop trying to be the main one in the screen. Everybody want to be, you know, main screen and, 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 and all that. Which don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong about that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, I'm an artist myself. It's nothing wrong with having to be in the mainstream. It's just, I feel like some people don't have it in them, if it makes sense. And it sounds crazy, and I'm not trying to, to knock somebody else's shit and what they do or whatever. But I'm just saying, some people just don't seem like they have it in them. Like, it just seems like, damn, you really should have been a nurse. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should have been a bus driver. Like, I don't, you have more passion with kids. Like, you should have been in a nursery. And, and and I don't understand it. But it's like this whole clout chasing thing. It's just getting out of hand. And honestly, to tell you the truth, it's really stirred me away from being an artist. And I've been an artist since I was a kid. You know, I was in school, coming home from school, going to the studio type shit. Um, 
practicing for school, you know, going to school and then coming home and practicing for a show. That was my life. So it's like now I'm I'm really sketchy on if I want that, you know, because I enjoy it. I mean, I love getting on the stage with a crowd. It, it's something just about performing that really just like takes you over you know it's one thing to write a song and feel the song and be feeling emotional with it and you know feeling those emotions those feelings either happy sad whatever like just feeling that you getting feeling that power that comes through the song um performing it is just like a, a whole nother level it just takes you to beyond you know what i'm saying and i enjoy that shit it's a high you know i ain't even gotta be high i'm just i'm i'm on the stage there's nothing you know but it's it's it it's kind of fearful in a sense because it's like you can't trust nobody you know what I'm saying you gotta be in high alert with these niggas you don't know what the fuck is going on who the fuck is doing what or saying what you know what I'm saying like it's just so many things that could go on just by trying to perform I know one time in one of my recent last performances and this probably was like back in 19 I think right before corona cause I stopped performing after corona um there was, I was at a strip club, I believe it was. I was at V Live, um, and I had just performed. Mind you, I was supposed to be on the stage a long time ago. This shit was aggravating as hell. Like by the time I got off the stage, I was pissed. I didn't even gonna flex. Um, just off the simple, simple fact that I was sitting for so long, and I had people coming and looking for me and all that shit. And that's the only reason why I stayed to perform. But some of the people that came left because it was just so fucking late. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was a lie. And that, that, that's a whole nother story for another time. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, like, after my show, after I performed and shit, you know, I had a group of niggas. They, they was parked up at the front of the club. And I was, me and my, my crew was walking to Agar. And they um popped the junk. You know, they pulling with guns and shit like that. It's like they, was, they came outside looking for, I guess, looking for me. I guess they were trying to ride me or whatever. <clears throat> but, um, I mean, I had my shit on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing with you motherfuckers, okay? Listen, if I'm going out, bitch, you going to. You know what I'm saying? Your cousin or somebody, bitch, somebody's coming with me, motherfucker. We gonna go together. So, um, I just thought it was kind of strange. And, and, and it made me like, damn, I can't even go perform. Like, And I've been able to perform before, you know? Like, I'm just like, damn, I can't even go to the city and just, just perform without niggas, like, on some jelly shit. I guess it was just mad because I had a mink on. <laughs> I don't know. This shit was stupid. I mean, I was fly out, man. Of course, always. But I don't think that's no need for you to be trying to follow me outside of a damn club. For what? I don't even know you, bro. Like, pack the fuck down. You mad because my performance was ill. Yeah. <laughs> you mad because <laughs> that motherfucking performance got motherfuckers out they fucking seats. And strippers on their poles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a call to attention when I got on the stage. And, um, I don't know, man. It just, this shit was just, just a very odd, weird situation and time um, and experience. And it kind of made me reflect, like, damn, nowadays you got to be careful. A little bit more careful and cautious than what you would normally be if you were just going to a show. You know what I'm saying? And typically, you know, things has changed a lot because my mom used to be my manager. So, she is no longer here. And, um, so it, it kind of changes things as far as like the way that I operate, the things that I have to make sure that I got in, in, in place, you know what I'm saying? Because she's no longer here to fulfill that, that, um, duty. 
Um, but it's just, man, damn, like, I just, I don't understand it, man. Rest in peace to Dolph, yo. I just wish that we would get a little bit better and, and, and maybe go back to, we always want to refer to the 90s as a good era and, and refer to how cool and dope the 90s was. Even the fucking street niggas and, and the fucking, the prep kids, like, all of them, everybody around the fucking, fucking world loves the 90s. Um, even people that's not even born in the 90s think that the 90s was just a, such a great era. So can we just go back to the love? and the shit that we had in the 90s like as far as us as far as us as a people we treated each other better i'm not saying any other races i'm just saying us as a people people of color and i say people of color okay we treated each other a lot better than what we did because right now we're the ones that's destroying ourselves and it's not saying that they ain't killing us because they are but i'm just saying we have a big factor in playing a big factor in killing ourselves. It's like you can just sit back and watch the show. It's like Russian roulette. Just sit back and watch the show. You know, one of them going to get knocked the fuck off. And it's not cool, man. We're losing a lot of soldiers. We're losing a lot of our own. And we need to step up and do better so that we can survive and ha- exist and not be extinct. Because the way we're going, we're going to be extinct very soon. And it's not even cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to stop, man. It's a lot of us, yes. But shit, you got COVID and you got us killing each other. Yeah, it's just like, come on. And I get certain things be, be going on. But I just feel like people should just go back to fighting. And you know, the thing about it is half of these motherfuckers can't fight. Which is the reason why most motherfuckers grab a gun. Now, motherfuckers like me, I'm a, I'm a fighter, okay? I would, I would thump. I'm ready to thump. Like, I'm that nigga because I grew up thumping. But nowadays, I have to be cautious because either niggas is going to call the cops or they're going to be quick to, to shoot. Like, I got to be on alert and make sure I got my shit with me because I'm not throwing a punch and you throw a bullet. Like, that's just not going to happen. I'm going to throw a punch and you going to shoot at me. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm, 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 I'm going to have my shit too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just not that. It's, it's, it's not, no, it's, it's not fair. I just feel like people, the way that we, some of these people was raised and their parents, maybe, and this is maybe back in the 90s, you know, their parents was on some other shit. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like, y'all, um, don't seem like y'all parents taught y'all self-defense. You know what I'm saying? And that's a problem. You need some self-defense. I had fucking Everlast red box of gloves at a young age, right? Like, those were my favorite, one of my favorite pair of boxing gloves. And I used to box. <laughs> As a kid, I would box. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed to get my boxing sneakers. Y'all understand them boxing sneakers used to be everything. That shit was a fucking style, bro. Like, I had a pair of boxing sneakers. And I thought I was the fucking shit. And I can come home and put on my boxing gloves. And I was on my toes. It was like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like we just should. I, I feel like a lot of people need to do a little bit more um, activities with their kids like that. So that they can be more um, to s- defend themselves. I mean, shit, you knock a nigga out. That's nothing. You know, you killing niggas is something else. Like, come on, bro. Because it, it, it gets, it's more than just that. Like, you got the family, the friends, and whoever associated with the person that's, that's mourning the victim. And then you got, okay, you the killer. Well, now you got to either run for your fucking life. You got your family to stress the fuck out. You got your friends and whoever associated with you to stress the fuck out. Because they trying to find out what the fuck going on. 
going on with you. Or your ass going to get killed because somebody going to come for you because you fuck with them. So they're going to come back and retaliate. And they may not hit you. They may hit your family. Or somebody associated with you. It's just. It's so much that it just doesn't even need to be. Like, go back to beating niggas' asses. Thump their ass and keep it moving. Makes it simple, you know? But I I don't know, man. I, my prayers go out to his family. I know it's hard. Especially because y'all been trying to kill this man for the longest. Like, y'all really been trying to shoot, get this man for a long time, man. And, you know... They shot at him a hundred times before and didn't even hit him. You know, now it's just like, damn, bro. And they still looking for the suspects. And it's just like, it's it just the, the beef shit. Like, this, the street shit. Like, it really just the streets don't love you, bro. Like, it don't love you. It don't love you. And I've had my glimpse in the streets, you know. I've, I've had my moments. I'm not that nigga. I want a little more for myself, but I don't want to have to keep, like, me looking over my back every two seconds on what the fuck going Like, I'm just not a dramatic drama person. I don't want all that drama in my fucking life. Leave me the fuck alone. Give me a corner. And let me make my money. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really got time for that. Because my temper is short. Very short. Like, it's getting better now, and I've, I've worked on it, but it's really getting short. My temper is not there. It's short. Because I just don't have time, like... I ain't got time for this shit. All these different types of shit. Like, it's just not. And I'm not that type of nigga to keep going back and forth with nobody. You know, so I don't really have time for that. I just really wish that we would get it together. The streets don't love you. <laughs> they don't love you, man. Like you gotta, gotta do better. But anyway, man, it's rest in peace to Dolph, man. I hope y'all have a good, safe weekend. Memphis is on curfew, so please do not try to drive out there. A lot of people trying to drive out to the cookie shop. Stop trying to drive out to the cookie shop. Let them people mourn. Let them people get their minds and stuff together and keep your ass at home. It is no need for you to be driving all the way out to go see a boarded up cookie house. Ain't nobody serving no cookies. Ain't nobody out there. Leave them alone. Um, the cookie shop, they end up moving, but they trying to start a GoFundMe page for... um. For um getting a, for getting a paying getting a new building, paying for employees and all this other shit, um and I think that's kind of salt, salty, uh definitely off of his death because I yes they do need to keep continue to keep running business and right now they boarded up, um but at the same point in time this is this man's death let these people mourn let his family mourn let the people mourn and stop. Like, you can do this another time. I understand you trying to run your business, but you can't try to gain clout off of a situation because it's because of the situation why you're going through it, and I understand that. And they like, they need to get their minds together and, and shit. And I mean, I get it. Like, you probably do need to pay for fucking, you know, counselors and stuff after seeing some shit like that. But at the same point of time, it's a time and place for everything. And right now, it's just not a time to be trying to gain money for anything outside of Young Dolph's family and his funeral expenses. Like, that's what we're raising money for. A store, you have insurance. And it seemed like they only had broken windows. So you can file for insurance. And certain insurance, they even give you some counseling. So I don't know. Figure it out, you know. But 
the way that they're going about it, I just don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. I don't really think it's cool. It's like some people was like, oh, well, they posted something about their business, their new business opening up um, days before he died. And they did. But it's the fact of the matter that they continue to keep making it like, oh, well, we're closed there. So now y'all can come see us over here. Because a lot of people are hitting them up because they want to go, you know, of course, how people are. They like, oh, it's, it's, it's something major. It's historic. Just like how they did with Nipsey. Um, but at the same point in time, it's just like, get people time to mourn like y'all be running into this shit like y'all ready for the clout we ready for the money it's the come up for me and y'all supposed to be so um supportive and helpful of Dolph like y'all gonna come talk about some old way Dolph used to order three chocolate chip cookies and a scoop of ice cream but then he said that he he would pay for it and tell them to keep the order and don't make it so I guess they want other people to do the same stop they're like just call and say it's a Dolph and um and um, we'll um, say it's a Dolph order and, and and donate it instead of, you know, them making it. And then you want people to come to your new restaurant. And then you, it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. And the way I see it is they need to let people rest, leave these people alone. And, and and if they close be so close to him, they should be warning. This is my thought process. I'm thinking, like, damn, why y'all not warning? You know what I'm saying? Because you coming right off the bat. Like, you already got a GoFundMe page. You raising $40,000 already. Why are we not raising money for his funeral? Like, why is that? I mean, and I'm sure that his family and them doing it. But if, if you support him so much, y'all should be on the back end helping. Because we want to support the family, but it seems to be like more of uh, our business, our business. Our, y'all business going to prosper anyway, okay? Because for one, it's something historical. It's a hip, historical in, his, in hip-hop. So because of that, you're going to have people that's going to come out. People still go out to Nipsey's um, store and take pictures, even if they just got to stand outside and take pictures of this shit. Like, they do that shit even to this day now. Do you think they're going to stop and not going to do the same shit for Dolph? Like, they're going to do the same thing. It's not that you're going to be missing out on anything. But you can't be sitting out here trying to capitalize off of a, a man's funeral. Death, you know what I'm saying? And we ain't even got his funeral. Stop it. So, yeah, I don't like that. I seen that shit. I'm just like, what kind of shit is that? Like, who does that? You know, and I'm trying to, in my mind, think of ways that maybe, you know, like, I'm like, okay, if I was a business person, like, a business owner, and that happened to me, you know, what would be my mindset? You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm, I'm trying to give them benefit of the doubt, but it's just like, no, like, it's just too fucking early. If it was me and it was my family, I would be mad. I would be mad. Let that have been my, my kin. Like, I'm going to be... Dumb man, because why are y'all doing it? Like, you capitalizing off my cuz for what? Fall the fuck back. We trying to mourn. We still trying to figure out who... Help us find out who killed him. How about that? Give us your security your security cameras. How about that? Like, release that. You know, like... I'm not here for it. I'm sorry. And some people may be, and that's you. I ain't... I just, I'm just not. Like, I'm just not. So... I don't know, y'all, y'all, um, y'all let me know what y'all thoughts is about this whole situation, like, the whole Dolph situation, the whole, like, um, 
cookie restaurant situation. Like, let me know. Do y'all think that it's too soon for them to be sitting here trying to order extra batches of um, cookies for the Dolph menu? Um, do y'all even think it's disrespectful for them to even come out and say, like, yo, we think that you should come and, or call in and place an order for three cookies and a scoop of ice cream and put donate or don't make on it so you can just get the money. And, like, do you think that this shit is just too soon? Yes or nay? Yes, it's been Wednesday. I think this probably came out on Thursday. <laughs> so, I mean, is that too soon? A day after? Is that too soon? Maybe they should have should have waited until Friday. I, I, don't, I don't know. Let me know what y'all thoughts process is, man. What you think on it. I do appreciate everybody for listening. I'm sorry it's been a little minute. I've been trying to get this little episode together. <laughs> it's been a while, man. There's a lot of things been going on. Um, but I do thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening to the kid. And you already know what it is, man. This is your boy London. And this is Press and Play. And I'm going to be back for another one. I'm I said I know I was gone, but I'm back. I got to talk about something, yo. So Kyle Rittenhouse has found not guilty. Now, if y'all know anything about this Kyle guy, he is a um, 18-year-old, I believe, um, that went to one of the protests that, that was going on, and he shot a couple people. Like, he killed some people. So he's facing homicide charges and offenses for fatally shooting um, a man named Joseph and a man named Anthony, as well as shooting um, shooting injuries to other people as well. I mean, like, this dude literally was dropped off from his mom, and they pretty much she pretty much i guess she just dropped him off and left but she just pretty much dropped him off so that he could go um protect a business so he was supposed to be protecting a business that was not open a business that did not need any type of protection from him um from what i'm understanding he even said that he was working for the ambulance or some shit at one point that he was an ems or something at, at some point he he did it's been so much shit going on with this case man um first of all he he shot the people with an ar-15 style rifle all right. And um, I don't understand how an 18 year old mom is taking her son to a protest to do what with an AK with an AR 15? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really I don't really get it. And then my thing is, it was a peaceful protest. People died because of him. They only died because of him. If he did not show up, nobody would have died. Let's think about that. But he's found not guilty. It's it's crazy to me. It, it really is. And the sad part about it is it's it's it is white on white crime. But the fact that y'all can that you could literally do some shit like that. And kill off your own kind, for one. And then get off on it with no repercussions or nothing. Like, you're found not guilty. Like, you, he sat there and made that big-ass cry. Like, he really was so concerned and so, like, sorry. And he wasn't. Like, he was full of shit. And the judge is full of shit, too. And the jury, oh, my God. Like, are you serious, bro? This is what we came to the conclusion of. This is America.